What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. I feel like it's culminating on this what's supposed to be a day of rest. (laughs) You know how the Jews have like uh, the Hanukkah candle? How many? How many? There's eight on there? Yeah. I think. So I should light a candle for every day of of rage. Yeah, you should. (laughs) You're going to have to get a really, really big fucking menorah for you. It's going to be like a 30. It's going to be an advent menorah. It's going to be the entire (laughs) month of fucking, or 25. It's going to be 25 days. Of anger, but what I did though—that's a great title for a 20, movie. Twenty-five days of anger. We'll just do. <laughs> let's do a series where we record all light of your. Light another candle. Yeah, God light, damn it. light the fucking candle. <laughs> so, but here's the thing, and, and anybody who listens to this who has to deal with hardware in any way or software in any way, and God forbid you have to deal with hard uh, getting software to work on hardware, especially and something today like we're just with your plane. There's nothing wrong with the plane. It's just a nav thing. It, 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 it's not just nav thing. It's this cool thing you paid a lot of money for yes. and can't get this one update to work. Um, it's been a little bit, little bit, a little bit of a nuisance. A little bit. To, it's become a bit of a nuisance. I, I, I need to do it like the, you know, the British during the, World War II the, and Winston Churchill. The V2 rocket has become a bit, a, of, a, bit of a nuisance. A bit of a nuisance. <laughs> it, but it is infuriating, especially when you paid that much money for it. See, the, this type of stuff I used to do all the time when I used to pirate the shit out of software because mm-hmm. I refused to pay money for bits and bytes. Right. Uh, now, and that was like 19, 20, 21, mm-hmm. and Josh is going to listen to me and be like, you've always bitched about it. You're still going to bitch about it. That Whatever. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. The thing was is that you get this chunk of data that is supposed to do something. Well, I didn't pay for it, and I'm trying to trying to crack software codes and, and key gens and all sorts of really bad stuff. Right. I should have been if 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 every infraction I ever did young, when I was younger, as far as so, just software is concerned, if every infraction was like a day in prison, I would still be in fucking prison for. I don't for doubt the next it. You lifetimes. and a bunch of other people. Oh God, yes, it was bad. Excuse uh, me. Burp. I but I'm just gonna throw this a little reference out to everybody. I did pay for WinRAR about five years ago, which is a running joke on the internet. Paul, if you're familiar, WinRAR is the the it's the it's a. Uh, Compression software, not middle out compression, but it's is, compression. isn't it uh, between like iOS and 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 something else or not? Is it part of is no. that kind of a file that works with only an Apple or something? No, no, no. Win WinRAR. Okay, what what WinRAR will do is a RAR file is a compressed file. It's kind of like okay. it's called what is, like what, what the fuck is a WMP? Is Again, that like the? Pied Piper. <laughs> yes, it's a well, but it's a, what it is. is You can uh, you can take a bunch of your photos, mm-hmm. compress it down. I don't know how it works. It's magic to me, but there's a, a, a tremendous program that can compress and decompress literally any fucking file out there. Thousands okay. of file types. Okay. And the running joke on the internet is that like is that it, you have a you have a free trial, and a free version of it that is slightly limited. But it does. O- the, o- I don't know many people that use it to do anything other than compress files and decompress files. Okay. So that you're sending smaller files over you know the internet or whatever. Sure. Right. The running joke is nobody fucking pays for it. Okay. But like the internet goody two shows would be like, I pay for WinRAR. I did pay for WinRAR because I needed a function that you could only get in the the the, the pay version, yeah. and it's like eight dollars or something. It's How super come, cheap. I'm just well, that's you anyway. See that, so I'm just curious, not to go down this rabbit hole too far, but why did you buy it for like for what purpose did you were you using it for? I I don't remember what I was using it for. I just remember that I needed it to decompress a file. I think it had to do. With, it was a textbook file. 
Okay. Which was not a PDF. A long time ago, I guess. Yeah, this is five. This is more than five years. Probably seven or eight years ago. Okay. And it was a textbook file type that wasn't recognized by the free version. And it, you know, I did my research. Said if you actually pay for WinRAR, then you get you can open this okay. one up. And I did, and right. I needed to, because I wasn't gonna because it was an illegal textbook, right? <laughs> Illegally <laughs> downloaded. Uh, anyway, so there's a whole no, lot. Of, yeah, we did. So we I did make I, a little bit of ground on this today. We absolutely did. Well, first the first the the flash drive wasn't recognized, and that was a problem. Saying need a different file system type, which it had the right file system on it. Yeah, all of it was correct, but it wasn't doing. It, and then it I, had something to do. It, here, so here's the here's the deal. The biggest issue is, and this is just universal when it comes to hardware and software. If you have software that's a different brand than the hardware you're installing it on. You're mm-hmm. probably going to have a you're going to have a problem. In this case, it's it's more likely to it's have a problem. Jeppesen data files and Avidine hardware. Correct. Oh, I didn't finish telling you where, where they were actually built. These, I don't know where the components are coming from, but they're they're China. manufacturing these. Yeah, they're manufacturing these radios in I think Melbourne, Florida. Oh, okay. They're, they're, there's dudes down there putting these radios together in Florida. Right on. There's little your tiny, problem. Little tiny Florida hands. <laughs> yeah. That's too much humidity down there. That's the problem. That's yeah, There's a problem right there. It's got humidity inside of it. Anyway, so we, anyway, we, we did make some progress. Then, then we went we, we two steps forward, one step back. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. So the, but I am trying to calm down by... Um, by Drinking uh, coffee. I, I fired up my espresso machine, and uh, here I'm good to go now. Yeah, he's, he's good to go. Everything is good to go. Now he's got more energy to be even more angry. Right, but I, I'm okay but now. It, but what I was going to get get at was I never really got too pissed about free software that I couldn't get to work. Right. But when any time I ever paid for software and it wouldn't work, it was infuriating, oh, and yeah. it was it was like you were like you were today, yeah, just running in the fucking red for hours. Well, and one that people don't can't relate, but the whole deal was I'm I'm upgrading this chunk of heart, this Navcom navigation communication radio, expensive piece of equipment. Yeah, mine's twenty years old now. It's brand new, state of the art kind of thing. I sold some stuff and. Throw some whatever to upgrade this thing. Finally, I love that you had to sell form- some stuff to buy it. I you, didn't have to. Well, you 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 did. Yeah, and you sold things. And, right. And when you pay that kind of money for something, you kind of just want to plug it in and make it work. Right. So I took it down to a guy. He did it, and it was a couple things that were kind of a little fishy. I'm not going to go into details. It like that. <laughs> kind of a little bit suspect, but it basically worked more or less. When I came back, but then I had, I got busy. I had to. Do some other shit with the business, and then downtown, and then I w- went to Atlanta for a little while, and came back, and then it's Thanksgiving, and then you know on and on and on. So I haven't really chance to really play around with it. And then these last few days after Thanksgiving, yeah. I said, "This is the time slot I'm going to dedicate to hook the Wi-Fi. It's got its cool Wi-Fi system on there to an iPad with an app, and then I'm going to download a new database of of airports and nav data and obstacle data. This is the time I'm going to do this. So I followed all the instructions, and I was with you. I said, "Like tomorrow, I'm going to." Go out there and do it. It won't take very long. It won't take very long. That's there was there there that was your <laughs> I first killed mistake. It right there. Yeah, right there. You <laughs> set in motion the universe against you. Right. So that's you th- should that's have planned an entire twenty four hour day. And so the thing that's frustrating is the fact that it wasn't working. Plus, it's now it's a weekend, and I'm trying to do this for me right now because my schedule is going to tighten up tomorrow. Yep. Because it's Monday, and I'm going to not be able to spend a lot of time with it again. Plus, I can't. I can't have it here. To fuck around with it, so now that's super inconvenient. I'm not going to go into those details, but I can't. There's a lot of inconvenient things happening, and it's not working. And so what we're going to do anyway? And so Joe came out and I said, "Well, fuck it. Let's have breakfast at the cafe, and we'll uh, we'll get this all fixed up." Which we did a little bit, but now it's got another problem. So I said, "Fuck it. Let's go fly to uh, Havasu anyway, whether it works or not." With the new updates, we're going to fly to Havasu and have a late lunch, which, which we're about which, to do, which we could do. 
without math, without the navigation. I can do it without anything. Yeah. I just, in fact, it's a non, for all you people out there that haven't fallen asleep yet, it's a non-controlled airport, meaning you don't even have to have a radio to fly in and out of there. We should just uh, turn off the radio. I could turn everything and just land. Pretend like we're the Wright brothers. Right. And uh, and uh, Paul, you were getting so mad, I was afraid you were gonna start shouting at me for hold the fucking flashlight still, like you're just yell <laughs> like a like a like, like a dad son kind of situation where we're trying to change the alternator. Well, see, so you haven't seen me. We talked about that on one of these shows. I haven't seen you when you've been really fucking mad. Me, it's not good. And you haven't seen me. It's happened like three times in my life, and it's bad. Also, yeah, it's bad. Like, it's it's it's. I have been told, quote. You're fucking terrifying when you're angry. Right. Because people thought they've seen me worked up and angry, but they really haven't. There's a Porsche maybe might remember me getting like being like eight out of ten pissed, but I bet I haven't gotten ten out of ten like Here, on the verge of felonious acts, like or or currently in the process of felonious acts, ten out of ten, red in the face, blacked fellatial out. Acts? Yeah, f- yeah, fellatial acts? Yeah, fellatial acts. Just start Blowing just, people. Just, just, I'm so angry. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Paul. You ever get so angry you just put a cock in your mouth? God, yes. I oh, I'm, did I say that out loud? Yes, <laughs> yes. Then you go into like a Joey Diaz situation. It was like uh, Dallas, Texas, 1978. I was so angry at the Cowboys for losing for a 14th straight time, and I started <laughs> blowing everybody, cousins, uncles. <laughs> The chick that I thought was a chick is actually a guy. So that made me more angry. Here, here's what I want to say though: the, the times that I recall, speaking of being angry, again, those three, to- three or four times, you know, my en- entire life, and I remember two yeah. of them. I know what happened before that, but I remember two of them. You know, when you get a little bit angry, maybe you can handle it all, but or a little bit more, you're getting kind of, you're not to that z- scary zone, but you're pretty fucking I've, mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I start messing up some word choices. And I can't rattle it off real quickly, but here's what's weird with me. When I flip into that ultra high mode, I access a different part of my hard drive. <laughs> yeah. And I can just let her rip and nothing you, you know, it's like, whoa, what what the fuck did that come from? That's the first switch that flips with me. Yeah. That's when I know I need to really get some self control and walk away because when I start saying right. shit like like the time in Florida when I was what, twenty five, I was working for uh, you know, the I was working for a company where I was a traveling trainer. And I was living in Florida for, I don't know, this, that stretch was probably four or five months. Mm-hmm. And I'd gone out with some guys that I met uh, w- that I was, that, that I wasn't training them, but they were in a training class. So I just mm-hmm. got to be friends with them. Uh, heard me listening to a certain kind of music at my workstation. They're like, what the, f- are you a fan? I'm like, yeah. Da-da-da. And then they were like, this guy seems cool. And all he does is go to the mall that's next door to his hotel and like a whack off in his, in his hotel room. That's, mm-hmm. you know, I had no life. Sometimes I would drive down to the beach, but it's Florida, so it's just raining every day. It sounds like a pretty good life. It was actually kind of a nice <laughs> life. It's so, a whack on a hotel all day, right? Great. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> anyway, so I uh, they invited me out. They're like, "Yeah, let's go out. To, we'll go out into Daytona Beach. Daytona Beach is uh, across the. I don't know if you've ever been to Daytona. It's oh, across yeah. the we, bridge. We had our trailer set up right there so, when we were selling our motorcycle trailer. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. so I was right there. International Speedway Boulevard and Bill France yep. Bill France Boulevard. I've been right there. That's yep. right, like a half a block in on onto Bo- Bill France Boulevard was the hotel, the long extended stay, like Homewood okay. Suites. I was at. All right. And so the guys like, hey, we're gonna go. Oh, we'll pick you up. Just meet us this time. they pick me up? We go out to. Uh, we went from one bar to the next bar, next bar. I had a few drinks, but I wasn't drunk. 
but part of it, like you would just walk either on the the sidewalk or on the other side was just beach. Mm-hmm. And I fuck, I don't live by the ocean. These guys grew up there. They they're not enamored. They're, not with it. they're like sand gets everywhere. Sand and yeah, they want. So we, I was like, I'm fucking walking on the beach. So I walk on the beach and I walk into this beach bar. My flip flop has sand on it, and I slide a little bit and I bump my elbow into a guy's beer. Ooh. And I was like, ah, oh, shit, man. I'm so sorry. Let me get you another beer. That's my fault. And he is a full head taller than me. And I'm not a small guy, mm-hmm. but he dwarfed me. Mm-hmm. And he just looked at me as motherfucking goddamn. And he said tourist. And he threw his mug down on oh, the ground. Shit. Shattered the shattered the. Why do you have glass 10 feet from the beach? I don't know, but That's it's Florida. True. They don't care. Yeah, yeah. Throws it down. Fuck you. And then he pushed me. And I, I just, I was like, okay, either either I'm going to run, I don't run, mm-hmm. and or I'm going to get the shit kicked out of me. If I'm going to get the shit kicked out of me, I'm going to at least say something that'll fuck this guy up. That was my brain just kind of mm-hmm. switched. And I I told him, I just took do you, a, mean, do you remember enough of what you said? Oh, I know exactly what I said, because okay. I, I got intense clarity. So you said, and, hey, you. Hey, you, get your damn, no. I, <laughs> it wasn't quite that. <laughs> no, it's like, well, pardon me, sir. Uh, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't like to uh, fight on the Sabbath. It is Saturday, so <laughs> that's not how it went. Yeah, okay. we'll wait till the sun goes down, and then I'll fuck you up. No, it, no, I said, uh, I, I just leaned in, like took a step toward him, leaned in, and said, "You need to choose your next words very carefully, because I will rip your fucking thumbs off, and I will finger fuck your mom to death." Wow, and I haven't said anything quite like and that. Said it like that, and he was, he just looked at me, and goes. What the fuck did you say to me? I'm like, I'm not fucking repeating myself. Do you want a beer or do you want to die? And he, just like that, do you want a beer or do you want to die? Right. And he goes, all right, we're cool. Like, just, yeah, give me another beer. I'm like, you should also maybe go ask a waitress to get a fucking broom to clean that up. And then I walked over there shaking. I I got him a beer, gave it to him, shook his hand, walked right to the bathroom and threw the fuck up. But that's you know, what it's I'm possible. Getting at. Like, like the wrong the, person could have fucked you up. A hundred percent. Whatever reason he chose he, he, not to, no, he could have fucked me up no matter what. Yeah. Because I've never been a good fighter. I've never. I've used my size to my advantage. Right. In that point, I had no advantage. Right. I. I don't know the guys that I'm with very well. There were not close friends. I. I'm not within a thousand miles of anybody I know. Mm-hmm. That guy would have fucked me up. So you might as well just go for broke. Mm-hmm. So. Use the intimidation if sure. you possibly see if it, can. See if it worked. Because yeah. a lot of people like that, they're 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 not used to somebody standing toe to toe with them, leaning especially in, especially like a somebody. big imposing person. Especially, yeah. yeah, especially somebody who's that much bigger than me, and I'm yeah. not a fucking small guy. And right. that when I said that to him, I was like, "Do you want to? Do you want a beer? Or do you want to die?" And I was real calm about it. That's another thing my grandfather taught me. He said. Most people, the majority of people you'll find in your life, that they think that they're tough when they see someone who's not like, oh, come on, man, let's fucking go. Right. If you just lean in, and you're real calm it, about it. They're yeah, like, if you're, this might not be the guy to fuck with. That today. has a lot more more weight. Yeah. You know, it's sometimes like they say, "What is that commercial?" But it's true, and like even in even in uh, uh, plays and 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 in in acting, you know, you absolutely get someone's attention more. You 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 kind of whisper, or you not whisper, but you you you, you measure just, your you, tone, dial it down, yeah. and go slowly and yeah. carefully and. And that gets people are used to people screaming. It's like the same kind of thing. It's almost like a, a audio version of, of Facebook, and people are just yelling at each other. It's like we see this all the time. It's like you just fuck it. Fuck, I'm not. Yeah, going to I'm not going to read that. That's yeah. just bullshit. You know. So yeah, it has more effect if you can just use fewer words and calmly. And I've there's been a couple times where I've said some really really mean shit to people that just just destroyed them to right. where there was no coming back from it. Right. I was able to walk away. But I, I mean, if you just that was a, when I did that, that was in Florida. I was about twenty five. Yeah, it was like two thousand six. Yeah, I was twenty five, 
if you just went back like seven or eight years earlier, I got into a fight at Kingman High School where I completely and totally I like I don't remember it. Mm-hmm. I remember leading up to it, and I remember uh, the guy throwing a punch at me and it connecting, but it like hit me like on the forehead kind of, which didn't it it, it like kind of like more it didn't hurt. It right. hurt him because right. I'm sure it broke his hand. Right. But I just remember being pulled off of the guy. With, That's what else you got. People that don't know that don't fight. That it, and I don't fight now at all. No, I, I try no, to avoid no. shit, whatever. But and 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 I want to get into junior high school and all this kind of stuff too. But if you're if, if you are a person who is going to choose to fight and you're not really, and maybe you could, you're pretty accurate. Maybe you maybe you can handle your body fairly well too. You're going to connect, you know, with someone on their head or their yeah. jaw where you may actually damage their jaw or something, it's going to hurt your hand. It's very much so. Like, you're not going to be able to use your hands. I mean, maybe you got adrenaline going, so, but but you're, when the fight is over, you're kind of fucked up. Absolutely. You know, yeah. And, and people that don't know better fuck themselves up, yeah. even if they're the aggressor. Usually sometimes. broken wrists and broken hands. Yeah. And uh, that's why jujitsu and things like that are more handy because yeah. you're getting people on the ground and you're doing holds and that kind of, you're not... That's absolutely you're true. You're not hurting your... Yeah. Your body, you know, by fight talk on Sunday afternoon. Fight talk Sunday afternoon. <laughs> oh, it, so I got uh, to finish that thought. I got pulled. I remember being pulled off of that guy by two teachers. Okay. In and the bar? No, 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 no. This was in high school. That was, oh, I'm this sorry. Was seven I was, years I was still back in the beach. This is the difference between self-control <laughs> at 25 and, and you know, oh, like I gotcha. a, half a decade earlier in okay. high school. Okay. Of and it scared the shit out. Really, it actually like to this day it kind of gives me like it makes me a little sick to my stomach because I I lost my temper. Don't really remember any really little flashes of the actual brawl, which apparently didn't last very long, Mm -hmm. about ten seconds. Mm -hmm. And I remember uh, the the next thing I remember is being pulled off of this guy and his arm was bent back the wrong way, Mm -hmm. and I broke his arm. Mm -hmm. And what people told me is that I just grabbed a hold of his wrist. And bent my knee down on the back uh, back of his elbow, and uh-huh. it just snapped. And, and what was that fight about? That was uh, 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 that was because of a uh, that guy and another guy just were bullying a friend of mine who was black, and then uh-huh. dropped the end bomb at him, and I just fucking lost it. Uh-huh. And the, and then I grabbed the hold of the guy and slammed him up against the lockers, and his friend is the one who took a swing at me and hit me in the forehead, and then I came to, yeah. and he. Now I had I so, definitely got hit a few times by somebody whether it was in the I don't know I don't know, know if it was a foot or, what, or whatever because yeah. he had a busted lip and had a little bit of a, a black eye and my my nose hurt so something happened right but the the moral of the story is I lost control and I really really fucking hurt somebody else and I yeah. and that's dangerous too because I could you could go to fucking prison for shit like yeah, that. yeah you can and I was a minor and it was a scuffle and the parents never pressed charges against so you probably me. wouldn't have then. You're but if that happens to me now at 42, or oh, yeah, hell, even at 25 in that yeah. bar, like let's say I did know hand-to-hand combat, right? But I didn't know that the the self-control that's taught in yeah. most martial arts, I you can absolutely fucking kill somebody or right. maim them for life, and then you're going to spend most of your life in prison. So when you say the end, and that's what you mean, neutrino? Yeah, it was, was that, no, it was neutrino. Neutrino. It was, it yeah, was, I, you can, I, I go ballistic when I hear neutrino. It was I. I <laughs> I'm uncomfortable with you saying it right now. I even in context. I Should we bleep I it out? Should we use the clown, the clown horn and, to bleep it and out? And then at the end, like we're putting the description, Paul was actually saying the word neutrino. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't the other n word. <laughs> neutrino. Oh God. Yeah. I shouldn't make, but that's that's bad form to make myself laugh. Oh my gosh, look at her. I'm sorry, Joe. We used to, are you ple- is it a CNN I'm, lady? Y- yes, yeah, she's a new one. Oh. But 
what the act Priscilla Alvarez. Do you know who she looks like? She looks like AOC's younger sister. Oh, I can't stop looking at like her. Like right if AOC now. had I'm a sorry, hotter younger sister. This is really bad. I'm saying this on recording. She probably has a fucking master's degree in political science. I or hope something so. Like that. I, oh, I, I hope so. Wouldn't it be funny if she had a serious jet and then she just like oh. looked down on you for having oh. And then she was flying and had the engine trouble and wanted to know if there was a, a serious I clipped my wing. Would I you mind? There was, heard there was a great place to work on Sears this year in Kingman, Arizona. Fixing my underpants. Look at her again, Joe. Look at her. I get it. Oh my gosh! Look at her. She's wearing a turtleneck and a sweater over top of it, man. Yeah, like, I can't see anything. I like. No, she is. I like a turtleneck look with a with her, a necklace. Her skin and makeup is so perfect. She looks airbrushed. That that it looks like it looks like your like her like it looks like an airbrushed picture. That like the, like jacket a, looks like it's not from Walmart. Oh my god! Well, she's on CNN, so it's probably Target. <laughs> That's true. It's at least Target. She has a Kohl's credit card with rewards points. I'm I telling think, you right now. I think now. she does. She's been a, a platinum member of Kohl's. I want to take her out to Sizzler. <laughs> Sizz- Sizzler. <laughs> That's a reference. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of going out to Sizzler, should we go to have a say? Yeah. Let's. Have to eat? Okay. So uh, they have to eat. We're gonna come back. I'm gonna and, text my daughter and let her know that we're flying. If anything happens, with an angry ed- pilot, she can edit this. Right. Yeah, with an angry pipe with the, the with the fucking Dale Earnhardt of fucking aircraft, uh, uh, so that she can edit this and this would be our last podcast. Otherwise, we'll be back Joe, and finish this. It's aircrafts. It is aircrafts. Right. I thought it was. Uh, I thought the plural of aircrafts was airplanesies. You can use that too. That's, that's, they're that's interchangeable. Not, that's slang. But, oh, it's usually from the uh, Low Country. Oh, is that Low Country well, slang? Low Country, South Carolina. Low Country slang sounds like a fucking uh, South Carolina country band. It should be. Or a cocktail. It's also, just, should be should be swamp. It's just swamp water mixed with. We can with moonshine. we can make one of those over the Christmas break. We can figure out. Let's just create low country slang. Low country slang. Yeah, nice. Oh god. All right, we'll talk to y'all. All right, we'll be back time. probably. i
Folks, we made it back. No parachute deployments, no crashes, and boy, are my arms tired. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. I, I had to crack that joke. I had to. Yeah. Uh, the flight was fine. I will say this. I absolutely love and am just jazzed every time I get into your plane. And it's not because of you touching me every once in a while. Yeah. Every time. I really and genuinely enjoy. I, the, I hate flying commercial, and it's not because of going to... Uh, the, it's not the that's not la- taking off or in flight or landing or anything to do with the airplane. It's the it's all the bullshit surrounding it. Yeah, driving there, parking, driving there, the parking, checking this bag, the fucking gate, the terminal, all of the it. fucking this sucks, that sucks, absolutely, everything, sucks. all of that shit. Got to get there two hours yeah. early or an hour early at least. Yeah, whatever, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and you know, so that that, but I love the feeling of taking off the fucking horsepower, like just just. It jumped off the, the ground. It, the human, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, a couple times. And we got some good pictures. You got some good. I got pictures. some. I got some really good pictures. Right, so let's uh, turn. I want you to get pictures of the of the project out here. Yeah, the know. the big uh, draw site remediation project that's going on yes. right outside your hangar. It certainly is. Uh, but also on the way back, thank you for doing that because I know you didn't have to fly. Uh, you know, up the rivers. So we flew to Havasu, folks. I don't know if any right. folks have ever been to Lake Havasu City. The airport is, uh, on like I don't know. It's on the would be the east side of the the lake and of the town, but just barely right there. The, and so when you take off... You, you're right on the river, effectively. Yeah, and, and then when we took off heading south, you just made kind of a left-hand turn not very far. No, we took off to the north. It was runway 3-4, remember that? 3-2. I mean, 3-2, that's still going north. So that's north? north? We were yes. Going, Jesus. Took yes, off we were going north. north, I'm sorry. 3-6-0 so we, or 0 We, we took off from Havsu going north. And kind of hung a left, you know, slight left, slight left, to line up with the river. And I forgot, I've been through Topak Gorge, uh, Gorge a couple times in the um, uh, in a boat. Mm-hmm. Never seen it from the sky like that, and and it was it just it looked incredible. Then the the it's cold out, and it, but the sky's clear, so and the water down there is still super cold, so it's bright green, right against the red. It and, wasn't and as really pretty rocks. as it gets a, a lot behind because the sun was kind of low and was obscured by clouds a little bit. So normally it's pretty bright. I mean, it's really pretty. I'm sure it is, yeah. The sun's a little bit higher. It's oh, yeah, really, and you can really see nice. the sandbar. For those of you folks who have been down there, you can see the where everybody likes to hang out and drink and, and, and take their tops off and whatnot. And it just, it you can see this the the ripple ripples in the sandbar. It's just really, really beautiful, and it was really enjoyable, and I absolutely love it. We landed right at sunset, and it was just great. With a couple issues from a radio person at absolute and then we came in i'm gonna i mean i almost had to tune a motherfucker up like she was talking shit to paul and i just didn't appreciate it I'm, I, I guess it was me but i there was no it, reason for him it, there was I no reason for him to I, there, no he was definitely in the wrong mm-hmm. to assume that you didn't do something you were supposed to do right and 
should have had better candor over the radio, hundred percent. And I and I say that as a former truck driver kid, mm-hmm. or current. I mean, my I still have parents that are truck right. drivers or were truck drivers. There's not anymore, but I like you could you could lose your CDL if you said the wrong shit over the, the over a CB radio. Hundred percent. If they could track you down, which is possible, people record all these. Well, they'll they'll f- f- uh, file a formal complaint. Okay. Hundred percent. Yeah, because a lot of those guys use handles. Mm-hmm. You have a, your CB handle, like your like a like a um, what is it? A pilot? What is that called? A call sign, like a right. call sign. Mature. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of them keep it, and they're known, especially cross country truck drivers. They they have the so same s- handle so everywhere. Someone, but someone has to record the conversation. To it area. doesn't have to be recorded. You can just file a complaint. Oh well, they have to file. How do you get enough? Prove of, it was n- said or not? You have the same complaints and call sign. Blah blah blah. Well, we can. What ends up happening is, is that if the complaints come from the same geographic area on regular occasions, they can triangulate that. They do it. They've done it. Yeah, but unless someone's recording what this person said, you can't prove it's what they said. Complete. You can't. Don't have to prove it. All they have to do is triangulate a signal, and then they'll listen in and listen. Oh, look, that guy's saying a bunch of racist shit, or that oh, guy's wait, talking wait, wait. a bunch you of mean, shit. You mean they will dial in live? The FCC will go after him. Lot. You have to hear it yes. live. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. You have to hear yeah. what he's saying at some point. It's so possible, though. It's very if someone possible. someone said some shitty stuff, and then it was said, you know, two hours ago, unless someone recorded that conversation. Yeah, you're not going to They're not going to be able to approve it. You know, but if, if it's it's uh, it's complaint-driven. It's a whole bunch of okay. different complaints. Um, so, yeah, but some people know that it's an uncontrolled airport like Kingman is, like most airports are, so you self-announce, and you don't even have to. You don't even have to have people going to freak. You don't even have to have a radio. Yeah, think about that to fly in and out of an uncontrolled airport. They're not supposed to be very now, busy. For the but visually, you're looking around, you're doing these things, and you're gonna yeah. Anyway, so for reference, let's just say that folks are in Mojave County. They're in the Kingman area. They listen right they're just for those folks. Kingman Airport is not a control. Doesn't right. have a tower. Right. So you don't have to have a radio. Technically, that's correct. Same with Lake Havasu City. Correct. Seligman. Correct. Okay. Bullhead City. Is man's during the day, right? Yes, and you have so, to have radio communication correct. during the day to go in and out of there. Yeah, after the radio, after the tower is shut down at the end of the day, you don't have to. At it that can, point. it's basically switches over to like to like so un- it's and called an uncontrolled airport. At that uncontrolled, point. okay. Right. So yeah, you could fly around a lot of airports with just like a little Piper Cub or a Waco. Let's say you didn't even feel like having a radio because you just don't want to have a radio and not going to any, any other bigger airports with a control tower. You don't have to have a radio or even talk to anybody. You know, but you but you're supposed to keep a lookout and make sure you can. And it's hard to see everything all the time. Yeah, you, especially you if if you're moving at 120 miles an hour, which is kind of slow. Right. Well, for slow a lot because we barreled in there at 180 what, or something. What are we, I was gonna say, what do we peak out at for miles well, when per we hour? Were not landing knots. when we're landing in there. It was like I said, I'm 170 knots right yeah. now, which is like 200 something miles an hour. Yeah. As I, I was slowing down to land. But a lot of somebody that in something that's a like a Waco. 100 miles an hour or less. 100 miles an hour or less. To 100. Same with the Cessna, but the sure. smaller Cessna, 172. Sure. 180. Okay. Yeah. So, but if you've got another guy coming head on at you a few miles out and you're not paying attention mm-hmm. and he's in the same aircraft you are and he's mm-hmm. going at 75 miles an hour, that's 150 miles an hour you're closing yes. in on each other. And if both of you aren't looking and you happen to be at the same place at the same time, it could be a disaster. But yeah. It doesn't happen very often at all. No, because the skies are so much bigger than the road. Right. That's, so, so anyway, yeah. so I was taking on, you know, there were, it was kind of busy. People doing sunset uh, flights and stuff. And it was a guy that knew me, recognized my airplane and my voice. And I knew him. And we had a very brief radio Which, chat. That reminded me so much of like going around and visiting breweries. Oh, you're uh, Joe uh, from that place and this place. And oh, yeah, I know that guy. That's Justin for the. And then because the world is so small. 
Right. And that and that guy that was so the which was actually got more to that point though initially was like so the, yeah the weird, is that Paul no, so he, so the weird thing was is that we had taxi down the end of the runway and I'm doing checks on the airplane and shit like that before we take off and then Sean said hey is that Paul in the Cirrus or something like that I didn't know I recognized his voice and I thought I was gonna say something but then quickly this guy he said yeah it's it's uh that's me oh hey man what are you doing and like, I got Eric in the in the right seat in the which right was, seat and I'm like, going okay that's not us we're talking about I'm going what the fuck like, so it's a, there's another series was in the air that was on a long final approach that was coming in and then Sean piped in I think and said no the Cirrus on the, on the threshold on the end of the runway yeah and then I knew he was talking about me and I knew who it was and that guy shut up and I said yeah Sean this is the, or is this Sean he goes yeah I said uh, yeah, and so he was doing touch and goes and stuff, and which yeah, is man. so funny that there's another guy named right. Paul okay. in this area at the same time in the same area we were with, with a, a Cirrus, Cirrus which is two people. So it's like what the yeah. fuck? Anyway, so <laughs> he does a touch and go, and then the Cirrus, the other Cirrus in question, is on long final. He called in like 15 miles out, then he called in like at nine miles out, then Sean does a touch and go like within 30 seconds or so. Probably maybe even less than that. He's he's in front of us and he goes. So I said, this guy is still number of miles out. So I took the runway at, at that point, which nobody said anything at that point. And I questioned myself if whether he even did or not. But I said, you, you know, I, I swear you, Mark. I I would I would in a court of law. Yeah. Under oath, I would say. Right. You you. I didn't just announce. I didn't just tell it to you via nope. intercom. Just like, hey, hey, man, just turn around. Hey, man, right? You ready to do this? Key the mic. Yeah. You know, have us two traffic. Cirrus nine hundred one six Lima Julius departing runway three four three two three two uh, northbound, Lake Havasu. But I knew the guy was still several miles out. Yeah. at least. And by the way, I think you looked. I I looked out there. I said, I visually kept looking because I. You know. the scan. I knew he was out there though, because he made a call yeah. 15 miles, then he made a call nine miles. Now we're pulling out on the runway, and boom, we're off. You know, so now we're climbing out and kind of about to leave the airport area. And also, folks, for for those of you who don't know, Paul's plane is a hot rod, and it does not take much time to get off the ground. This guy had the same kind of airplane too, so he's yeah. coming in at not a slow speed, but not terribly fast. Yeah. And then we're kind of climbing out fairly high and leaving, and then I think it was him because he didn't say who he was, but it could have been he was. Aircraft that just departed three two. You're, what? I'm sorry, you, I was befuddled a little bit. So what did he think? What do you think he said? I think he said aircraft just departed three two. You're or not. Was that, you're not communicating, or you're something. Yeah, he said. Or was very that, poor was that an aircraft that just departed three two? Right. And and he goes just poor communication and just like real condescending. And I was like, this. so so I'm I'm thinking, wait, because I'm looking around, going, am I about to hit somebody or something? Yeah. Like maybe there was another like somebody who was approaching from where we were the the space that we were about to occupy. Maybe he said poor communication because he didn't like my my radio work, and I'm pretty good at my calls. Like yeah. may, maybe maybe I said something he didn't like. Like maybe maybe I I said you know like how was he, you know serious November nine or one six Lima Juliet's departing runway three two, two. Uh, departing to the north Lake Havasu. That's what that's what I would normally would say, and I can say it whatever, or it'd be it'd be very 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 similar to that. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe because he said poor communication, so I don't know if he meant he didn't hear me for any number of reasons, like you said, we could have stepped on each other's microphone. Yeah, that's what that was a suggestion I'm that I made because I've I've because he called fifteen, then he called nine, and then we didn't hear him, and then I'm going, you know, did he call six? 
Or did I just think it was, I thought he was about 15, six. then nine. It was the last time we heard him. And that was the last time we heard him. Okay, so then we take off. So I knew he was probably about six or six, five or six or something. And like the that. funny thing is, is that that guy, Sean, who's mm. doing the touch and goes, mm. he uh, said, hey, we should hang out and get lunch get or lunch something like that. Sometimes it sounds good, man. And then and then within two seconds, that guy keyed in. That guy keyed in. And I, I have a feeling that either that now that I think oh, about the timeline, maybe I, he didn't like that we were having a conversation while he was on approach and you were already in the air and Sean was on a, was coming around to do another touch. Maybe go. he wanted to make a call and we were just blabbing a tiny bit. Not we were blabbing like he, just a little bit. Maybe he so he couldn't announce his that he's maybe four that's miles what he was out. saying. I'm yeah. just trying to figure it out. Yeah, know? no, and that's again. That's what I said outside before we came in here. Uh, that that that's that's why you that, that's why you debrief anything, you know, especially with, when it comes to pilots. But like, here's here's it, the problem. We yeah, I tried to debrief ad nauseum, but the <laughs> but the problem is, the debrief is never going to get anywhere because we don't know what the problem was. That's why it's not going to help. That's true. Like in other words, like, hey man, you turned in early and you didn't see the road or something. You know, it's it, not all on me. It's like we don't know what happened. We yeah. don't know if, if we stepped on each other's keyed mics to where he couldn't hear me, or he thought that I didn't give him enough room. You know, I was I took off and he was glanning. Why did you take off? Kind of thing, or he didn't like the fact that now I'm bringing this up that Sean and I were talking on frequency while he was trying to land. Or he didn't like my call because he didn't think it was c- concise enough or clear enough. Or we don't know. So this, yeah, well, so this debrief is not going to get anywhere. It's really not. But it, I, earlier it did give you. It said that that's a good thing to know. That if somebody says that again, maybe hey, we could have we we could have uh, you know uh, stepped on each other and you'll cancel your own calls out, right? And again, I also the part of the debrief that well working you know, is that because it's like my head has been. I've been just fucking scattered and overloaded and stressed out with other things, and um and and I told you this is true. If my head was was eighty five percent, ninety percent where it normally is, I would have said something. I'm sorry, are you talking about November nine one six Lima Julie that just departed three two? Yeah, you. I didn't hear you. Like he maybe would jump out. I didn't hear you announce your departure. Yeah, and again, maybe or I don't like your tone, or why were you guys or chatting? Why, that's, you keep the radio chat down or something. And honestly, at that point, I would have said, "My apologies." I, I, I would not have. Yeah. You don't break into a fucking fight over there. People have done this before, but I'm not going to do that. I said, "Roger, copy that," or you know, "My apologies." Yeah. And then I would have called, texted Sean because who the fuck is that? Who's dick? that fucking guy? And I, I may still contact you. I may still contact. I said, "Do you hear when I was? Could you hear my departure call?" I just what? He's a good pilot too. He's he's sharp. And he would, and he probably knows you enough well enough to know that you've been in aviation a long time. That you're not a cocky prick. That you, if you asked him that, it's not because you're trying to feel superior. It's to honestly know if you did something wrong also, or if yeah, that guy was just being know, a dick. That guy was approximately six miles out. We and you did your touch and go when you were on when you were rolling and leaving. Then that's when I rolled and you and I had a brief conversation. Then he talked about the aircraft departing three two, you know, which I believe he was talking about me. You know, did you hear my departure? Announcement when I was departing, you know, about to depart to the runway or not, or whatever, yeah. or 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 he might just come and go. That guy's a fucking dick. Everybody hates him. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah, he's a shit bag, and right. that's why. He, and you, another thing you said is that that's it is kind of telling. Now, obviously, I don't know jack shit about a pilot skill set. I do know that even though you weren't in the uh, the greatest of moods today. I de- at never at no point did I ever feel unsafe in your aircraft, even when you put it on autopilot and started texting. <laughs> 
No, I'm kidding. Even when I took uh, my pants off. I mean, what, but, but yeah, but you made me take my pants off too. So I figured, uh, like, hey, when in Rome, right? Uh, contact Sean Recom at K H I I. Yeah, that. Yeah, but that was a. It kind of put I a damper know. on things too, because it just like it that I just that in, that it, it annoyed me too because. I can tell you right now, and I, this has nothing to do with radio stuff. I taught people how to communicate over the phone properly mm-hmm. for four years and traveled all over the United States on proper phone etiquette, which is very similar to radio etiquette. There's a set of rules, and then there's a set of courtesies, and then there's people who don't give a shit about either. Mm-hmm. And in order to properly communicate, there's 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 always a give and take, and there's a proper way to do things. And saying oh, poor communication and grumbling about that over the radio is not that's not proper communication. No, it's he not. He should have said He should have said my uh aircraft departing, I, I did not hear you. Are you on frequency? I did not hear your departure call. Right. And, and then and, and I would have thought, oh my God, I fucked up. I didn't actually key the mic, which I've n I have do not think I've ever done. So that. and what I told you is that you can't hear it on your end, but you've heard it when flying with other people. On on my end, while I'm you know I've had you know head, headset on and I'm listening. When you key the mic, you get louder. It, sa- it sounds it gets, different. It sounds different. You can tell yeah. when you key that mic on. You can just tell. Yeah. So, I know you did that, and I would I a hundred percent in a court of law. So with I'm, I'm no, with say no nervousness because, whatsoever because he made no other call after the nine miles, which again is odd because he called fifteen, which is way far out. Unless you're that was jet. the other thing I was going to say was you told me that fifteen miles out is way too far Especially out for a normal non non jet. You know, because yeah. you're going to just come in at normal ish kind of speed because he was still three or four minutes five minutes out right 15 which is unusual then he's at nine and if you kind of time all that it's like that would have been about a time he would have called again yeah i I bet you would have been five miles out i bet you anything we we i stepped on him he stepped on me you guys keep the mics at the same time and and it cancels out the transmission he didn't hear me yeah and I bet you that's what happened. And you said that you hear like a like a garble, like whatever going yeah, on. Everyone else if, hears a mess. If you're in a third, yeah, anybody else around who's listening is just going to hear a mess in the microphone. They're not going to hear anything, right. and your your transmissions kind of cancel each other out. And Sean would have heard that too. Mm-hmm. He didn't pipe in and say anything, but he would he would remember that at least. He goes, "Yeah, when you were departing, you guys stepped on each other and got canceled out, and that's why he was probably pissed." But fuck that guy. All right, we're yeah. done talking about this now. Sure, Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. So I, I will say, Sunday. what's incredible about earlier today, we were you know because you said told me yesterday I'm going to go flying and did it. I'm like well, that sounds great. Uh, and um, we had breakfast this morning. We talked about that on the, this first segment. Had mm-hmm. breakfast here at the airport cafe, and I thought we were just going to walk out. And go straight into the airplane from breakfast and go to Havasu and then have lunch. Went, we just ate. And then I, but, but I forget because you, this is again, this is a guy who's all, only ever driven v- like vehicles on the ground. Mm-hmm. And I have that timeline in my head that it takes about ah, about an hour to maybe, maybe about an hour to get to Havasu. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe this and that and the other, whatever. And, and I just, in my mind, I'm thinking, well, yeah, won't we find it? No. Because it only take it, t- it took us, and even with, like, we weren't even going full. Right, full speed. It was like fifteen it's minutes. Fifteen minutes, yeah, to get there. It was like kind of a zip, zippy airplane, and twenty minutes, and we took so the scenic like, route back. It's like, no, we're gonna go in there and try to. Uh, oh, what do we try to? Or try to. Hmm, they're trying to do something with the airplane with, with the key fob. No, oh yeah, we fucked around with the and software, that, and that didn't work. So and we then we came back, back here and, and reformatted yeah. and did the thing, and then we recorded. You yeah, guys heard already, and then went out there and tried there to do it again about an hour later or so. And then flew from there and didn't work because there was other issues. And you're like, fuck it. 
And like we're flying. Time to fly. Time to do it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> All right. So anyway. anything's gonna break. It's gonna be up there. We took right. the Captain Ron approach to aviation. So I was. Yeah, I've been frazzled lately, folks. Not that it matters, but you know, I, there's been uh, some stuff before Thanksgiving. And then I went out and visited uh, Atlanta, and I just didn't. It, it was not relaxing for any number of reasons. Came back, and then we're trying to get ready for Thanksgiving, and there's some issues with another business on the airport, and that was fucked up, and then the whole time, got these big holes out here, and now I can't move my airplane again, you know, I'm just saying, it's just, it's piling up, you know, and then this new piece of equipment I got is, it's working okay, but it's not, I, I can't move there's forward. This, there's, this, there's a certain function that just won't happen. It won't do it, and I can't learn the radio anymore and advance with it until that happens, and, you know, I can't, you know, the radio manufacturer is gone and there's this thing. so all these things and whatever and there's this and this I've got some other issues here at work and then there's that guy down there that was blabbing I'm, I'm going what the fuck yeah you know and then just small thing, you know, things are at people know this you know things add up and then the smallest thing that really doesn't matter so now I'm standing there trying to place our order place the order at, at hangar 24 you, you always are and there's a cat and there's like dude there behind a cash register and that's where, where that's where you order your food right there so I'm Diligently just standing there. You're standing there at the the, the first one, and then there's another. Yeah, and there's another cash in this, and then it's some dude. Okay, cool. She'll come over here in a minute. But there's a dude right there, and then then the guy was kind of standing here, and then he decides to walk over, and he gets an order from her, and he, I thought, why? What the fuck? So then I went over there, and I said, Do I order here or there? Whatever. It was just and I heard him say thing. something like, Oh, I don't have a drawer here or something like that. I heard right. that, and, and like, I'm thinking, Why did that that dude that walked over there? If he would, whatever, because, hey, man, it's over, I, I just learned that it's over here. You got to order. Okay. But no, no one said anything. That's for cool because you don't even work there. And uh, look at that. Yeah, look at that. No one said anything for that would a be while. A funny, uh, that would be a funny Yelp review. It would be like uh, five out of five stars for the guy who doesn't work at Hangar 24 that told me how to place my order. Mm-hmm. Zero out of five stars for the actual employee. No, but he didn't, te- he didn't say anything is what I'm saying. Yeah. He just went over there and. Ordered and then I kind of walked over there and I said, "Is this where you order?" And then he, then he did say, "Oh yeah, sorry man, I, I went. Uh, you want to?" I said, "No, I'll just whatever." And it, you know, and he's paying with fucking cash and this, and they didn't have enough pennies to give. I'm going, "Oh god, <laughs> just." And there was no one really around. I'm thinking, What's, and, and folks, you have to understand. I know it's what, not a big deal, but it's like it was just. It's just now. There's another thing, another thing, another thing, another thing. But a positive thing, I got to throw this out there. It's yeah. like you were going to potentially get fuel down there if the the the, the FBO yes. or whatever the the gas station which says open. What you which found? I think we came to the conclusion that because the front doors were locked, because he's kind of like the only the reason why they have, uh, like the Circle K has locks on their doors, even though they're open twenty four seven. Is that sometimes there's only one person in there and they have to go poop. Mm-hmm. This guy had to go and fill up, a, you know, he's probably the guy that, the only guy there, and he left to go f- take the fuel truck somewhere. So right, he you didn't get another fuel. airplane up, yeah. Uh, and and I, I was going to just because of the thing to do, and hey, we'll go down there, and then that didn't happen. I said, great, and, I'm not even going to deal with this. But what I the, what I was going to say, the positive thing that I loved about Havasu is we land there, and I'm thinking, oh, we're going to have to tie the, the airplane down like it was in Kingman and do this and do that, and, like, we'll go out those tie downs. We have, you know, maybe 100 yards to walk. no. No, Paul just pulls up in front of, like, executive something or other, and I was like, what the fuck? Oh, that's yeah, the... Yeah, t- taxi up, and you're right there. And, yeah. you're, and you're right there at the front door, and mm-hmm. I just thought that was the, one of the most gangster moves I've ever seen. I, but but that's, what, that's what you do there. I, I know that, but, yeah. like, as someone who's not, uh, you know, I wasn't born with wings like you were. Right. I just, it, it, I haven't, I don't have that, ex- I, I don't have that experience. And then you walk about and, 20 steps into Hangar 24. And then you walk on, yeah, there's a, right gate, there. a gate off of airport property. 
that to to get out, get back on an airport property, you have to key in a code. Right. So you open up that gate and you're on the patio of Hangar 24, which right. it's I'm glad pilots 20- aren't reckless, man, because the, you could just get wasted at that place and then hop right. in your plane. It's, it's literally about 20 steps. Yeah. Seriously, it's not much more it was than great. that. Great. Yeah, and then you're when they're you know eating and then come out and there we go and then we got yelled at. Someone yelled at me in the radio. Yeah, and then you hear the <laughs> no fuck that guy. That guy right. and. But uh, I do have to say this. And, Let me and get back in Atlanta and try to key it, up the lights, and that that's not working. But what the fuck? Everything's Is there anything. Yeah, that's gonna it, work. I want you. To, I want you to know. You did say something. This is how pissed off Paul was mid-flight on the way back. He goes, I, if I believed in astronomy, I'd think that I was born under a bad sign. No, 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 no. I said, the, you said this ast- is not lined up with this, or that's not lined up with something. Someone's wrong with If I believed in astronomy, and you said astronomy instead of astrology, oh, and I that's was, the part that was funny. Okay. Mid-flight, you're the only person in the plane that knows how to fly the plane. And I'm, goes, and I'm not going to call you out on it, but I, because it was one of the funniest things astrology. ever. You said astronomy, yeah, and not astrology, and not astrology. But you knew it, better just to shut the fuck I, up. I see. I've learned that. I've have learned that. I've learned to sh- when to shut the fuck up. But I don't. I I will say that I did say because I don't remember, but I will take your word for that. I said astronomy, but I don't think I said under the wrong sign or I something think like I said that. Something about the, the planets aren't lining up for me right now. Yeah. At all. You mentioned it at Hangar 24, too, and I said, I guess Mercury must be in the microwave again. Like, that's like, you did say fucking that. Yeah, you just, said that. I, uh, and then the lights, the, so nor, the lights thing, the, the automatic lights. Everybody's not really kind of falling the, asleep now, but no, no, because no, okay. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make it entertaining. I can make okay. anything entertaining. Good. For a while. Okay. But yeah, being able to key up the lights with the, which I think is a tremendous piece of technology. So it's I starting know it's to get basic. dark. That's yeah. how it works on non-controlled airports where there's not much activity. The runway lights and the taxiway lights, it's all these primer lights all over the place. You can as a pilot, you can control the light, you can turn them on or dim them down. I don't think you can turn them off. I think you just dim them down. Yeah. And right you, you and they'll they will come on and it's getting kind of darker. It's from the from the air on approach like as pat, you're getting ready to land. We're past I think were we not past official sunset? Potentially, yeah. yeah it, I think it was so. Like, it was like 5.30. It, or, it was right there. I think 5.26 or so was sunset. So we yeah. were past, I think, official sunset. You should be able to key. It wasn't dark, but it was getting dark. Mm-hmm. You hit the, the, you key the mic, like the same thing you push to talk, and you just seven times, you know, and then they come on um, and to, to the full intensity. And then you can hit a, hit five to, or five that's a little bit lower than three, and then three to bring the, it the, down. Yeah. Wouldn't do it for me on the new radio, so I tried it a couple times. I said, let me try my shitty radio and see if that's going to work. Excuse me. <coughs> Bless you. And that wasn't working. In the meantime, I thought, I better fucking line up with the runway and find it out there. It's getting darker, which I did. And there was another guy who was doing some work coming in the other direction. He was practicing approaches. <coughs> so as I was coming in, I think I already asked. I don't know if it, did I ask him when I, after I landed or when I was on short final to ask him if he was. I think you had I landed. landed. You had landed and you were on the little taxiway in between right. the. Yeah. I or, said, yeah. Air, aircraft shooting approaches in on 2 1. Can you try to key up the runway lights? And then I think I think he didn't quite understand me at first. And I said, okay, cool. And then you heard him go click, 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 click. And he goes, no, no, no joy for me. No joy for me. And I yeah. went, now you probably heard me trying to do it. And he kind of clicked back, okay. So I think the timer, then they came on. Now we're shutting down the airplane and then they come on. Yeah. <laughs> Like so literally putting the chain, like chaining it down to the right. fucking to, to the ground, and it and the lights. So came the on. regulations are, I believe, what happens is the way they're set up is that the runway lights themselves will come on automatically uh, around just before sunset for like fifteen or thirty minutes, and then they'll just and then they'll shut off. So you, we know they're working, and, mm-hmm. then, and then they're and then. So I think they can. They're coming on late now. I think you have to reset the 
timer or the clock or something. I'm not sure if it's automatic. Yeah. So now it's getting darker You'd earlier. You'd think it'd be automatic. You're right. It's now yeah. getting, it's getting darker earlier, so they weren't on yet. They should have already been on. Yeah. And then you can turn them off and on from that point. So I'm going, I guess i got to contact the airport manager. Yeah, because by the time, because they came on while you were chaining down the, the plane. Right. And, then and that guy was minutes. already gone. He, he was already gone. And then they were still on when we were driving back here because we, we were, I was like, aren't you going to hit those lights? And I didn't realize there were the, some of the lights, like the blue ones, I think, or green ones, they're embedded in the ground. Yeah, yes. Some as we're headed to on the edges of the, yeah. Yeah, Taxiway Bravo, like on the edge of that. that the runway lights are yeah. sticking up a little bit. Right. Yeah. And so that must have been, yeah, they're off. They're off by like 15, 20 minutes. Right. So anyway, if you haven't fallen asleep yet, we didn't yeah. die. No, no parachute deployment. No, no nothing. It was yeah, great, it was, and it had a. F- I had a phenomenal time. The airplane uh, flew wonderfully, and it was nice to do it. Now, and, here's something I have to say that I find funny. Now, don't get mad at me. Let me finish this thought because I find it. I find what, it hilarious. Me? Yeah. Mad at you. Okay. Go yeah. On. So my, I've told you this before. My, my, I. One of the best bits of advice I was ever given was from my grandfather. Many, many different bits of advice, but this one is one that always stuck with me. And it, it's relevant almost every day. If you uh, came home from work, had a shitty day, and as this guy was a dick, and this guy, and this guy, but this thing happened, these, this, 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 that, and I was just in a shit mood. My gramps was, oh, you know, Joey, if you wake up in the morning, guy cuts you off in traffic, that's just an asshole. That was one asshole. But if you wake up in the morning, all you see are assholes all day long, and you're still pissed about it when you get home, maybe you're the asshole. Right. In this case, you had assholes all day long. Whether it was an asshole radio thing or the asshole this or asshole the lights and the asshole the guy right. and the actual asshole in the plane. And but the thing about it is, at least you're around to see some of it. Yeah, no, you're I like, witnessed all like, of God, it. What the fuck? Everything you're the doing exception is- to the rule that I've held close to my heart for over 20 years of my grandfather since he gave me, gave me that advice. I could honestly say you have legitimate gripes. You're not the asshole in the situation. You just unfortunately had to deal with right. assholes all day and long. And so today was on top of. Other, All other, other preceding yeah. shit, and plus it was like, okay, after Thanksgiving, I've got a couple few days here to go in and set my new radio up and do all this thing. I, all does, no, there's, the phone won't be ringing. People won't be here. You know, I don't have any plans. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not going to go out and get drunk and have a hangover. This is going to be the perfect couple days to get this all sorted yeah. out. And then, and That is false. The, the universe entire time. Uh, oh, hold my beer. Yeah, so there you go. That's all right, man. All right. Tomorrow's a new day. Something we do need to talk about, a very an early, early listener of ours, and I I don't... Years ago. I mean, yeah. right at the very beginning, is, uh, is an author named Scott uh, Lodati yeah, out of Jersey, New York City, we'll say. New York City. He's written several books, both poetry and prose, nonfiction, and he put out on his Instagram the other day that... Just got off the phone with my guy in L.A. I'm getting flown out to December in December to stay indefinitely to co-write the script for Play the Devil, which is which his, is his novel. first novel, which is kind of a coming of age. Uh, I don't know if it's uh, Pennsylvania or New, I think it's New Jersey. Is it New Jersey? I think it is Jersey. I can't remember what it is about. You know, and and it's written really well. I I only I I'm sorry, I did not read the entire thing. If Scott's listening, we're gonna tag him. Yeah, and this because we're gonna uh, kind of. Uh, I read his poetry book from cover to cover multiple times, and we we recited po- po- his poems on on this podcast. We did. I we haven't forgot about you, Scott. And so we, somehow early on, because we didn't know who he was at all, somehow he got to know our podcast. Yeah, somehow, and it was many many years ago. Right. Uh, and I follow him on Instagram and Facebook and whatnot, and, and right. keep tabs on him and whatnot. I know you do too as well, and. Right. I think that's fantastic. I love seeing someone just actually from just from just come 
I know a lot of scripts don't go everywhere, but when you get invited out to Paramount Studios right. and they're told we're gonna pay for you to stay here, stay in LA and definitely right. work on the it's script. Got a better shot than a lot of that's stuff. a way bigger shot than yeah. I'd say over ninety percent of the scripts that yeah. get written. And I'm I couldn't be more happy for the guy. And I I can't wait to not the guy. Hey Scott, because I want to make him listen like, to this somehow. We're yeah. Have him, uh, and we did invite him years ago to come. We said, hey, man, you ever uh, on the West Coast or come through Vegas or something? You know, we're, that's yeah. where we are. And he said, yeah, that'd be great. And maybe now he's going to be coming to the West yeah, Coast. Yeah, he'll be out, out West. Maybe he's got like a weekend off wants to blast up here or something. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see what happens. So we'll have him on the uh, on the show. Oh, and, maybe, uh, maybe we should email him uh, a little electronic press kit about us, and that it will only be us in uh, the, the little movie we were in, the short. Oh, okay. Go, hey, maybe put throw us in uh, – Play right. the devil. Throw us in the movie, man. You could. You mean the. Uh, you mean the. Uh, when you say the, the thing that we did, the. Um, you're not talking about the. Uh, oh, our movie that we did. Is yes. You're talking about. And I'm blanking on the name of it. Not a oh, movie, we, but we, it was we, the, we, the we short. The, we went to the R. One word. Raconteur. Thank you. We were in Raconteur that was a that that did not win anything, but got an honorable mention and a lot of crowd uh, crowd questions and Q and A and laughs. We we were in there. There were a lot of yeah, short lo- movies that were on, and we got the most the most laughs out of any of anything yeah. in that block. And that the, was like pe- a, 40- there were a lot of people there with, and the most questions after the movie. The only people that like that asked questions. The the only short in the whole thing. It was I think it was a thirty maybe forty five minute block. Of mm-hmm. stuff that was shown at the Laughlin International Film Festival it was at the movie theater down at the the mall, mm-hmm. and which I know doesn't sound like much, but like there was like a, over a hundred films shown. Yeah, over three or four days yeah, and photo was, stuff the day before and all that shit. It, was, it was so much fun. It was I had fun. it was really cool and it was fun to it was fun because I did dr- dramatic arts and whatnot, but I'd never been that level on camera before. It was very it was professionally and done. And she shot it in black and white, and it was a fictitious story that happened in Kingman. We had different names. Yeah. And the people, you know, and but they showed us on, it was downstairs, and they shot it in black and white and telling the story about yeah. about these, these murders that took place Those, in These Kingman. murders that happened in downtown Kingman. On they, our podcast. That they were never, you know, solved. And we, were, and we were smoking cigars and drinking martini. They did some great, she did some great photos. And, and we, do you remember, the, you know, the, the tail end of the movie after, or the, the short? This is what is about 20 minutes long, maybe. Mm-hmm. After when the credits were rolling, she went back and because she gave us a loose script of what she wanted us to say, right. but when it, we she's like, just go ahead and riff if you want to. Right, and I remember we kind of memorized it so it, so we know we could. We knew the flow that we needed to hit the points we needed to hit, and, and we you and filled I practiced a, a couple times with with little or no reference. Yeah, ultimately, so we we kind of got the story. We it was know, essentially we going a, in the in the movie. It was basically a radio show. Right, it, 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 we were and we were you know use the all the, the podcast studio stuff to make it look like a, a radio station. Right. And then and then so she said yeah just kind of and so we did go off script a little bit. A lot. We went off script for so long. But we the, did one take and they were they were starting to kind of laugh because the stories we were doing yeah. was kind of funny. The one guy I can't remember the guy's name, the <laughs> cameraman, uh the guy with the beard, dark hair. He Yeah. He said later on once it was all said and done that there were camera shakes from him trying to keep that camera steady but he right. was laughing. Right. At the weird riffing shit that we kept saying. And, and the, I almost stopped too. almost said, are we going off script too much? Yeah, I didn't do, like, we just kept going. If, and they were just, I'm going, they're thinking this is pretty funny. We'll and if, if I remember correctly, during the credits are the outtakes from us. And the the entire credits, like three and a half minutes of just nothing but us right. riffing. And it's all outtakes, stuff that didn't, that was too much to throw in. Right. But anyway, Well, Scott, yeah, it wasn't really an outtake. Yeah. It was just them through their through their, their editing. They edited it down. Yeah. Because we didn't do it twice. No, we didn't. We, we just. Did did it and that was just it. Let us that's run. good enough. We got it. We got it all. We'll we'll make this work. Well, these guys thing. can blab. Let's just let them go. But the seeing yourself on a huge screen with our huge heads, yeah, on this massive black. It, and white, it, it was crazy. It was kind of weird. It's like, 
Come, and, and there were all these people are at, watching. See at that and, and a twenty and a foot head crowded theater. Like there was nobody. Like yeah. you, it wasn't. There weren't. There was. There was. N- there were no seats available in the theater. Now, granted, a bunch of the people that made all of those shorts. It was forty five minutes of right. Mo- I was thinking of five or six shorts. But what was really cool is that afterward, like the people are like, all right, any questions for the filmmakers? Uh, and like, I have a question about Rack and Tour, but it's for the uh, the actors. Did you guys rehearse no, that? No, no, they didn't. Or something. If right? You remember? No, hold on. They didn't know we were there. And then she, at some point she goes, well, oh, why don't you ask them? There they are right, right there. Everybody goes, really? And they kind of, now right. they're going, hey. hey. Oh, my God. But, it, but halfway through that, not even halfway through, probably 30 seconds into our roles in this and watching it, I'm like, I now understand why actors rare, like most actors, you ask them like, hey, dude, what did you think of the movie? I have no idea. I did not watch it. I don't like watching myself on I have a giant screen. head. Yeah. <laughs> And you, well, it's it's you know it's it's almost like a true craftsman. I'm not talking myself as a true true craftsman, but I I know people that they they always see the imperfections in the work that they do, mm-hmm. and the blemishes. They're but they're but they don't that they don't realize that that's like point one percent of what they just did. And everybody else who looks at it is like, oh, that's incredible. Musicians are the same way. Mm-hmm. They'll know when they played a wrong note and they'll beat themselves up over it. But they miss the it's other the same 5, thing. If you're really notes. good at whatever it is. If you're a fantastic chef, and like, oh my god, this whatever the hell it is. Like, no, I went thirty seconds. It's too long fantastic. And I, and then, yeah, but you, oh my gosh, I, I yeah. could have done this better. Yeah, which yeah. shows an act. It's an act of humility. Sure. So anyway, Scott, if you uh, you know. Things start uh, rolling down there, and you need a couple dipshits that have zero uh, professional acting training. Right. We would love and, and to have a walk-on on, on, cameo on, on paperback. That's only like two hundred thirty pages. It's you know a couple days you could knock this thing out. Yeah, uh, play the devil. I think it's avail- I'm sure it's available on Amazon. It is available on Amazon, and also he has his book of poetry that I really like is Hawaiian Shirts in the Electric Chair, which yep. is a phenomenal name. Yeah. Uh, and it's that's got some really really good poetry. Yeah, we read some of that as you pointed that's, out. That's uh, and on uh, Instagram, if you guys want to check them out, it's uh, Scott Ladati. It's S C O T T L A U D A T I. So there's a chance this is going to become a movie, and you guys could pick up this uh, novel for not very much and uh, say that I remember when I read that thing, and now it's a damn movie. Yeah, and Scott may be here. Who knows? I really, I, I, I wish him the best. Yeah. So yeah, be fantastic. So. Are we done? Uh, yeah, I think so. Paul's done. Yeah, we're Paul, done. Paul needs to let off more steam, I think. It's Sunday, and I need to relax a little bit before Monday. Yippers. So I don't want to be too late tonight for me. So. All right, man. Yeah, me either. That's it. All right, we'll talk to you all later. Bye.